Last time on, the talent agency B-Sides. In an age where nearly all members of society have their own AI assistant, that crime is rampant in a utopian cyberpunk city. A group of students from the same high school visit Oxford Circus for an open-air concert, but not everything goes to plan. Mo, Chad and Buck are three kids who couldn't be any more different. Buck is the high school jock bully you know and more than probably faintly dislike. If there's something that he can do to cause a scene or break the rules, he'll do it, especially if it means sneaking in alcohol. His NetNavi assistant, Slick.exe, is his own personal defense attorney. Designed to keep Buck out of trouble, he digs through loopholes to get around life's problems. Chad is all about hard labor. He spends just as much of his day working at a fabricator facility as he does at his school, making him incredibly tired. His Navi, Mr. Maker, is a heavily customized version of a children's STEM toy that shares Chad's desire to build and to fix, but he's missing a few screws from his toolbox. Mo is an unusual kid, not that he'd mind being called that. He lives a laid-back life of rollerblading, finding weird t-shirts and listening to music. He absolutely knows what music is. His navvy, Mr. Grog, is actually a generic Mr. Prog brand service program who rebelled from his life operating elevator speakers and became a literal pirate of music. On an otherwise slow day after class, Mo receives an email. Congratulations to you, fansite member. You've been selected to be in the audience for the Diana and Corona 4 live show. This extra special broadcast will be held in the middle of Oxford Circus and will be the UK's first opportunity to see Japan's hottest synth-pop duo in the flesh. Please find your attached e-ticket to the event, along with two additional guest passes. Take your best friends and don't forget to tag all your photos and microstreams on Instagram with the Diana Corona hashtag. Unfortunately, it wasn't long before the performance was hijacked by Alra Une, a musician with some kind of grudge. The magnetically levitated stage was flung into the air, holding Diana and Corona to ransom. After some investigation, the teens found that the hacking interference is coming from a nearby broadcasting station. And now we return you to Nightclub Junkie. Make some noise with me. Just remember, come with me. Three, two, one, are you ready? Nightclub Junkie. This is the talent agency, B-Sides. Last time on The Talent Agency, we had uh, three wonderful guests play Net Battlers, a uh, fan-made RPG evoking the uh, genre and style of the Mega Man Battle Network video games, but with a dice now. Um, I could do the recap, but actually I kind of feel like I want to leave it open to somebody from the floor to kind of recap what's been going on so far. Okay, um, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um the the gang uh i think i think uh paulo summed summed up our characters nicely it got dumb dumb sleepy and drunk um 
they uh, are visiting like a, a Hatsune Miku concert essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they fiddle a little bit with a countdown. They create uh, or Mr. Maker, which is a uh, uh, Chad's Navi, um, created or turned a, a timer into a living being, living be uh, breathing being. And then after the ten seconds ran out, uh, it just um, well, its its life was over before it even began. It was a very very touching, very tragic scene. Um, then um, a rival group, a rival band emerged who took hold of the stage, launched up um, Diane, the meat space singer of the of the Hatsune Miku uh, idol duo, and the the uh, stage is now suspended twenty feet. Well, 10 feet, but it used to be 20 feet above the air. And we gotta go um, do some mini dungeons. Hell yeah. yeah, mini dungeons. You're about to go to the NBN UK Broadcasting Centre, which used to be the BBC uh, Broadcasting Centre before NBN bought them out. Sad times. I've just realised that our party is a dope, a mope, and a bullying trope. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, you approach uh, NB. The 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 ca- the scene starts again with you kind of having uh, entered through the kind of like glass automated doors of NBN UK. Ignore the sounds of notebooks falling to the floor. It is entirely intentional, um, and it looks like a, a lobby of a general television studio. There are lots of screens showing lots of different shows. There is large comfy seating uh, there is a receptionist desk there is an area over over to one side that says uh, the NBN UK tour starts here um, is there like a where we're like in a we're not at the recording studios yet we're like this is the lobby yep this is the lobby um, getting straight okay. inside the recording studio without any footage of how you got there would be very impressive <laughs> okay yeah I think I think most speaks up uh, uh, Buck, um, could you do the thing that you did just now and make a scene? Oh, don't worry. I've got this all taken care of. Don't, you don't, you don't need to talk down to me like that. And... Uh, I really wasn't. Buck strides over to the reception's desk and says, hey, Oh, and he, he leans on it with, like, one, one arm on the desk, peering over his sunglasses with, like, what you can see of his expression seems uncomfortably smug. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Hey, listen, we're needed in the recording studio. How do we get there? What floor? Come on, chop, chop. Time's money. Money's time. I gotta go. We gotta go. We don't got time for this funny business. Let's move. Come on." The receptionist just kind of matches your your, your smug your smug levels are matched with like a withering uh, stare level at the same like kind of intensity, and he says. Do you have an appointment? Oh God! Do, do I have an? Do I have an? Um, he Buck takes out his PET and says, "Slick, I don't think this guy knows who I am." Slick, I don't think he knows who I am. And Slick says, "Like, oh, oh my God, Buck, you really don't gotta do this. You really don't gotta do this." Um, and Buck slips his PET into his pocket, turns around, just looks at the receptionist for a moment. Then mm-hmm. slams both of his arms on the desk, and I think he t- t- takes like a half-empty tissue box and tries to like throw it really hard, but it's a tissue box, so it just kind of like fritters through the air, and then like 
pick, pick, on the floor. And so he is trying to make a devil of a scene right now. Yeah, uh, working with less kind of like heavy metal equipment than outside. Sorry, um, you said there was like a a cardboard sign that says like, begin your tour here. Uh, It's not a cardboard sign. It's it's actually like rendered in neon. Um, Enough people want tours of the NBN UK offices where there's a dedicated space for visitors to go on tours. But it's a physical thing. Yes. Okay, yeah, I think Mo goes, Yeah, don't you know who he is? And he starts pulling at the sign. Oh no. <laughs> um, go go make me a hard strength check. Oh, here we go. Give me that, give me that one die. That's all I need, baby. No. No. Um, I need a This more. neon is incredibly hot, and you grab it, and it singes your hands. Ooh. Ah! <laughs> I think uh, Mo uh, retri- uh, rescinds his hands into like the sleeves of his of his sweater for the rest of the mm-hmm. mission. <laughs> um, uh, meanwhile, while uh, um, you're trying to go and make a scene, go and give me a uh, normal charm roll, Buck, uh, to see how flustered this. Uh... Yeah, okay. Wait, That's... no, I, I don't know why I rolled four dice. That should be two dice. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Oh, that's fine. Let's make that bread. Yeah, with a with one with one success, um, the uh, tissue box like bounces off the back wall. The receptionist's head doesn't turn away from locking eyes with you, um, but their eyes do like look to the side to see the the box go pinging off the wall. Then you also you see the the eyes of the receptionist track to over where Mo is like interacting with the sign and from the receptionist perspective rather than looking like they're trying to pull it it's more like you just kind of touch it and go ow um are you here are you children here for a tour we do have tour services that go to the recording studio areas if you would like fine give me a tour why don't you talk down to me the whole time like i'm some kind of stupid kid Yes, gladly, and, but, sir. And then and, he, <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, like hits a, a button on like a touch screen behind the desk, and a bioroid walks over. Because uh, in the world of the talent agency, um, strip androids are a thing. Um, this android that kind of walks over to um, Mo and Chad um, looks. It's definitely humanoid in a way that is kind of like... It's like cute humanoid rather than realistic humanoid. Uh, realistic humanoid bioroids definitely do exist and are available in a lot of commercial stores as like sales clerks and the like. So this is just an old one. Like, mm. they, they haven't bothered funding for new bioroid tour, tour guides yet. But um, they're wearing a jaunty kind of like almost um, air hostess style hat. Uh, they're in a very kind of like neat navy blue suit with the NBN UK logo on. And it's like, hello, teenagers. Would you like to go for a tour of the NBN UK offices? Does this thing have a jack in port? No. <laughs> no? No. Okay. Or at least not that you can visibly see. Can we make a jack in port? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> when does that? Yeah, I I think like at this point, Chad pulls out a small blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um. 
So, Buff okay, no, 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 no. That's a thing. Are you, are you, are you genuinely pulling out a slow board, a small blowtorch, or not? Yes, of course I am. Okay, that's important. I'm um, silent for like ten minutes. I'm coming back strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the um, tour guide Byroid looks at um, Chad and is like, "Would you mind?" Putting that away before entering the premises. We have a strict no violent equipment policy inside the studio. You must understand. Oh, no violent equipment so I can't bring these guns, he says holding up his arms. And immediately after saying that, he proceeds to walk down the path where the tours presumably led as he starts shouting like, Oh, and over here on your left, you can see Studio B, where a bunch of idiots do nothing. And on the right, you can see Mixing Room J, where stupid people kiss each other all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the receptionist, like, uh, breaks kayfabe at, like, these guns. <laughs> and it's just like... <clears throat> as you walk down down the corridor... Um, there is genuinely a, uh, a drop-off point to get inside the building proper with, uh, a, a normal security guard is like, um, yes, before you proceed on the tour, would you mind, uh, dropping off any items that would be considered contraband before entering? There's like a metal detector and stuff like that. Your, your PETs are available for you to take inside. We're not going to strip you of your connection to your, like, Tridstagram feed, so that would be entirely irresponsible. But, yes, anything that would be considered, like, a sharp object or flammable, um, including stuff like lighters, you would have to, unfortunately, leave here. It is kept under high security. We will return it to you upon exit. When, Buck, when Buck, we... contraband. Do you think that means your drugs and alcohol? No, it's fine. He said weapons. Okay. What? Also, wait, did he say uh, no PETs? No, no, no. You're, you're allowed to take your okay. PETs with you. Okay, good. Um, they, they cracked a bad joke about being disconnecting you from, like, Twitter would be uh, irresponsible. So. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, when you say we, we can't see an access port on him, would we know that there might be somewhere we can't see it? Or I don't know. Have you seen this? Uh, okay, okay. Um... Uh, Chad, go and make an info roll for me about whether you've seen this model of Bioroid before. Normal. Nope. Yeah, uh, you wow. have no idea where this, where the, the, if there is a jack in point on this thing. It could be wireless, you don't know. I will put my blowtorch away. <laughs> <laughs> or rather, the uh, security guard with the kind of check is like, Yo, that counts I, as a flammable I, I, I go uh, put it in my pocket and then they just take it off and I'm like, oh... <laughs> Don't worry, we'll re- why why does this kid have a blowtorch? But we'll return it to you after uh the tour is over and you're outside of the area. Um is there any any other kind of like we're not gonna necessarily make a big thing of this, but is there like a scene of you turning over items to this holding for uh, anybody? I- I'm kind of imagining Buck goes through the metal detector, his, like, massive leg flask sets it off, and then Slick is, like, giving all kinds of legal jargon excuses about basically how this contains, um, vital, like, mood-normalizing, um, a a vital mood-normalizing substance to keep Buck from acting (coughs) anxious 
nervous or irrational. Actually, yeah, I I, I like that. Go give me a, a slick uh, charm roll. Oh, for thank that. God, it's the thing he's good at. Uh huh. Just a normal one. Okay, cool. well, that's not as good as I expected, but it's something. But they buy it. Uh, with one success, um, you are allowed to kind of... Um, they you they are wary of the idea of it, but you manage to kind of, like, sell them so they don't actually kind of look and see what's inside this filter. If they found it was alcohol, they'd probably take it off you because you're underage. But as it stands, um, alcohol isn't one of the things that's barred from entry. It's literally weapons and flammable objects. So... They let you inside with that. Um, does uh, Mo have any contraband to declare? Um, no, but I think he does um, put in extra effort to hide his chocolate cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, there's there's like a, um, a a bit of a scene as you kind of like uh, almost like an X-ray vision thing where the chocolate cigarettes are inside your jacket pocket. Mo's just no, like sweating. he 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 uh, he hit him like he hit them like in his boot. Like, in his shoes. Like, he's... <laughs> <laughs> like, moments before, like, I have to go to the bathroom! And he just mm-hmm. he just put them in there. These are going to be some exceedingly melted chocolate cigarettes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you live for the moment. Don't think about what could happen in the future. Exactly. Uh, the tour is boring. <laughs> it is a very... Um, well, you know, um, this, this Bioroid clearly doesn't have, like, a... Um, a new linguistics processor, it cannot make up new sentences. It is just repeating the sentences that it has been programmed with. Uh, this thing's old, like, God, new... new <laughs> like, considering the existence of NetNavis that have that linguistic processor pre-installed, it is astounding how dated this robot is. Um, but it is keeping something of a close eye on you. Um, it's it's at a point now where it is, uh, ra- like, around the... the um, NBN radio uh, recording booths, which looks pretty similar. Like, you can see the hallway that you're currently in looks just like the hallway um, in uh, the bubble that you could see when you were, like, hacking into the stage. Uh, What do you guys do to get away from the robot? Uh, I think we should just all say that we have to go to the bathroom, and then instead of going to the bathroom, we go to the place that we go to. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. What kind of stupid idea is that? I could probably have hey. to use the bathroom. Um. Hey, robot! I need to take a vape. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> the robot looks back at you. He's like, "What is vape? You, God, no one, none of you stupid adults understand what vaping is. It's not like smoking. Smoking people don't smoke anymore. Vaping, uh, it, it's like it doesn't have any downside for you. It's all." Good, just ugh. Tour guests, uh, you are not allowed to smoke cigarettes inside the premises. Oh, it's not smoking. And he angstily um, storms off. And at first, he actually does start going for a like exit where he could smoke, and then kind of is like, oh yeah, and turns a corner to go ahead to the recording booth. Mm-hmm. I'll allow it straight up. This this robot's not very smart. Okay. Uh, I also have to um, smoke, and from his boot, Mo gets out his pack of chocolate <laughs> cigarettes, and he uh, tries to grab one, and he retrieves his fingers. Um, it's just covered in chocolate, molten chocolate. And I think you like, remove one, and it just kind of like droops and then disintegrates in your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah, droops and like, flops on the ground. 
He was like, oh yeah, that's great. I could use another one. Oh no, it seems that you have made a mess. I will get a janitor biroid to clean up and it leaves. (laughs) Ah, yeah. You can do that. It just leaves. Yeah, Mo, Mo, okay. This is a chance, this is a chance. Wake up. What? Oh. Yes, uh, uh, hmm. we, we can go to the place. Oh, run, run, run! And then Chad just bolts run. straight down the hall. <laughs> like, faster than you think he <laughs> would do just because he's, like, surprised. Yeah, you you run round the corridor and, I guess, run straight into the back of Buck, um, who is, I guess, you, you, you're, you're all currently outside a recording room, uh, recording room 2A, um, and it says off-air currently. Uh, Buck tries to step inside, and as he does so, actually takes out his little vape canister. Mm-hmm. The door's unlocked. Okay. And inside is, um, it seems this is the, uh, mixing desk side, rather than the recording side. So this is where an audio technician would, um, be kind of, like, setting things up and queuing stuff out. Um, there is a, a terminal here. It's password locked. Oh no! Hey, can can one of you guys take care of this? I gotta bump a couple fat clouds. <laughs> I gotta rip some cotton. Okay, uh, I can I can try. Um, uh, oh dear. And uh, Mo very um, gingerly approaches the computer, uh, and I think uh, yeah, attempts uh, doesn't even attempt a hacking, just puts in um puts in a password, which he thinks would uh, fit for this recording studio. ABC123. Okay. <laughs> no, he he types in uh, television. <laughs> That's adorable, and I'm not quite sure if there's... There's not, like, a luck roll in this game, so I can't just, like, leave that up to fucking fate. Or maybe I can, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna roll a d20. Uh, is it above or low... Or is it above or below 10? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna say above 10. This is the most elaborate coin toss. Nope! I know it's the most elaborate coin toss, it's why I'm making up, like, luck on the fly, but, uh, that was a 7, so that password didn't work. Curl surprise! Uh, Mo types in television with a capital T. (laughs) Is something gonna save Mo at this point? Okay, hold on. So, this is not something I could reasonably roll for, but... I could Buck like take a look and see if the password is written on a sticky note. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can go and make a a normal sense roll to look oh, around the space. I was hoping you would not say that I'd have to make a sense roll to do this. <laughs> Who wants to make a sense roll with me? Yes. My sister. Yeah. Y- you know what? I will. I will even assist one of you making a sense roll because I have one die for, for sense. I, I have one I die. Got, it's not. I got three. Okay, like all so... of you make all of you make sense rolls, and I'll tally up the successes. Okay. Uh, normals. Yep. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh God. <laughs> hey! hey. Yeah. Money. Cool. You did it. Um. Yeah. Sure. There, there's uh, a a scene of everybody kind of frantically rummaging around. There's like jump cuts as you go to different places in the space, uh, and um, Chad like sits down in the chair and starts to nap. Um, and leans backwards in the chair and the chair falls over Mm. and you see that underneath the chair there is a sticky (laughs) note I did it, yeah (laughs) oh my head 
Buck was right in the middle of of trying sixty nine and like four twenty mm-hmm. six nine four twenty, and then he looks and he's like, "Oh yeah, I guess this will work." Uh, <coughs> yeah, the 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 part the, the, um, the password protection on the um on the computer unlocks, and um yeah, there's a uh, the general. You get access to um, the uh, NBN UK AR broadcast server. Do you plug in? Ah, uh, hell yes. Oh, okay. Sure. Boop. And then there is like a dramatic scene change and the music changes and all that. And uh, you find yourselves in... Um, this server is um, high up. Gosh. This... Um, you're not quite sure whether this is like representate representing a piece of real space or whether it's just kind of like designed to look like that but you are high high above um, in the skies of central London um, a bunch of kind of like translucent yellow walkways kind of crisscross across this space um, clouds float across the space um, covering pathways um, drifting below. There's lots of large kind of um, translucent video screens of different bits of um, of TV shows, of radio broadcasts, of advertisements. So, so many advertisements. Um, you can kind of see in the distance uh, along what would be like a main avenue walkway with lots of kind of splintery off ones with links to other places. You can see that they kind of end in almost like um, a halfway cross between what would look like a model of an airport ter- terminal and a teleporter. Um, lots of lo- lots of little ones of those scattered across different branches of this main walkway. But at the end of the walkway, you can see a fuzzy sky blue orb Oh, land ho, that's where we go. <laughs> Follow me, data, uh, cyber lads. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Grog uh, floats on toward the, the orb. Uh, S- Slick runs after him and says, I always thought e-pals had a nice ring to it, but it never got on. Yeah, like like pen pals, but e-, e. Yes, you you get it. You... Uh, yeah, it, um... Yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're e pals and we're also r- real. Let's not go that pat- far. Oh, okay. So now, okay. So I think as they're getting close to the um, orb, can I actually make an info roll to see what the dilly of this orb even is? Uh, a little thing that happens before that. Um, oh yes. Yes. As you start to come onto the main walkway, uh, a Mister Prog, a regular unmodified Mister Prog, materializes next to Mister Grog. And there's just a shot of them almost kind of like staring into each other's souls very briefly. Um, and as the, uh, the, the um, Mr. Grog starts to walk along the platform, the Mr. Prog, which is going to fuck me up, God, follows alongside and is starting to explain where the different branches of these different terminals go to. And then there's a really strong gust of wind, like it just kind of picks up out of nowhere. And the Mr. Prog gets caught in the gust and gets swept up into the air and falls off the side of the platform with a... Brother! No! And it falls... Like, you hear the sound kind of coming in above you, getting louder and louder and louder, and then it slams... The Mr. Prog slams into the walkway uh, and, like... 
like de reses into just pixels. Oh, hey, I am not culpable for any of this. If anyone asks, we were not here. We did not have anything to do with that. We could not have assisted them in any particular <laughs> ma- manner. Uh, please, one of you, can you please take off my hat? I need to honor this man. I I, I can m- 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 make a coffin for him. <laughs> oh shit! This <laughs> <laughs> is a cyber coffin. Yeah. Yeah, just starts building like it, like a Viking funeral style ship to like. Yeah, you do, that. you do that. You do that, and just like, kind of like sails. You you put the remaining like pixels of this Mister Prog. You know that they're not very like on the side, like a reef. <laughs> the data of a Mister Progs is not very robust, um, or at least like the vanilla ones are. So it's not a surprise that this thing kind of shattered immediately upon impact. And you make a little Viking longboat coffin. Uh, the wind picks up and it carries it off into the distance. Before, yeah, before the wind picks <laughs> off, just kind of like get a Minecraft torch and like touch it to the sail. <laughs> just watch like really pixelated fire like burning off into distance. Yeah. It's but 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 beautiful. Oh, oh, a tear. I'm wiping away a tear. Uh, the wind dies back down again. <laughs> a single crystal tear falls from um, Mr. Grog's eye-patched eye. That's very funny. <laughs> Slick has not cared in the absolute slightest now that he's, you know, confirmed that he's not culpable for any of this. Mm-hmm. And you said the wind died back down? Yes. Okay, he's going to probably not try to run across because he's not exactly known for being nimble. Mm. But I think I, I think he might try to, like, m- make his way across and make a physical loophole to just kind of redirect the the wind um when it comes up so it doesn't knock him off okay that's cool that's cool and maybe his e-pals too yeah um go and make a normal affinity roll while i also go and roll some dice this time oh no Uh, mr grog has a program or power called hyper armor that says become immune to mobility impairment does Mm -hmm. that count for this hell yeah it does Oh my god! Yeah! Activate! Cool. Is it a thing that you have to roll for, or is it a thing you have to spend a point for? No, it's uh, a free type. Uh-huh. So you have to make a roll. So go and make a okay. stamina, I believe, roll? Stamina. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's six dice. I'm, okay. I'm good. Jesus. That's two, two successes. successes. Okay. What happens is, I think, Mr. Prog, because Mr. Prog's have, like, the like levitation antennae like, mm-hmm. on their body that lets them, like, float above the data space. I think he, like, drills into, like, the ground, mm-hmm. and he, like, moves forward, like, leaving, like, a like a drill, almost. And he goes, like, Alas, ye tyrants, I'm coming to get you. Yeah, as and... you kind of make your way about halfway down this walkway, the wind picks up again, and it's real strong. It doesn't move you, though. I think yeah. I think maybe like Maker pulls out some like bungee like the kind of cord that you tie stuff to like the back of a truck with mm-hmm. and loops it round and lassoes it over um Mr. Grog. <laughs> That's like, really cool. I, I, yeah. I like the idea of you kind of lassoing the bungee cord. Go make me a normal sense roll to see if you can land the shot. Yee 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 yeah and go is trying to say yee ha but ends up just going yeet <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Wow. <laughs> it sails the the wind picks up and it catches the, the <laughs> it just catches the sails wind. away. 
Oh, right. And, like, just billows in it, and then he's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, Slick wanted to uh, do an affinity roll to loophole the wind in a different direction. Go and give me a yeah, normal affinity roll. Yeah, I got a partial roll. success with that. Ah, okay. Um, I, I think this um, forms like a bubble. Oh, oh, actually, no. Give me... What What do you want it to... What do you want the, the best possible... The standard effect to be? And we'll to discuss what the reduced version of that is. So I'm picturing the standard effect is like this like floating legal jargon, except every time there's like an O or an A or like a capital D, you know, any any letter that has a solid, you know, hole in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's and, and there's like legal jargon on both the left and right of the walkway. And mm-hmm. so anytime something kind of touches the legal jargon on the left side, it just kind of slips through onto the right side without ever touching what's in the middle. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So there are still some kind of pockets of air um, that burst through occasionally, but it seems that there is now a a walkway, uh, a faux walkway that is ignoring some of the wind effects. A a large advert is now caught up in the wind and moves across the space. Uh, (laughs) It advertises... um, uh, I think at this point, NBN UK probably does own the rights to Doctor Who at this point. So it is uh, an advert for like season 98 of, of Doctor Who. Um, it is a um, free floating ge- set of ge- geometric shapes at this point. It's not even a person. <laughs> and here I was thinking that Doctor was a Mr. Prog. All is as it should mm-hmm. be. <laughs> uh, so is this like flying at us or is this just kind of going over it's in the way um it actually kind of collides with um part of the loophole and is now kind of um bouncing around a little bit in the space in between it's really annoying uh i buck's gonna slot an air shot to try to just bump that thing out of here uh sure we don't need this corporate branding in here yeah um with battle chips it's an attack that you don't need to roll for it just happens uh, the description for... Would you mind reading the description for Airshot for me, please? Absolutely. So, Airshot pushes the target back one range band on hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of, like... It hits the center of the advert, and it almost, like, crumples like you were blowing through a large sign, and it flies backwards, and on the other high, other side of it, you see, like, you hear, Whoa! <laughs> God damn it! I'd like to note that the air shot was a rolled up piece of paper that said um, cease and desist. (laughs) Nice. And it's like, I... Go away! And there is, uh, the the wind picks back up again. But currently, it's not affecting the rest of you. Are you going to press on down the corridor? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, I, I think Buck is also going to slot in barrier which negates the next time he takes damage and creates a... <laughs> oh, I'm I'm trying to think of what, what a suitable um, legal themed barrier would be. Um, like a, a, just a bunch of documents. Like a bunch oh, of... Oh, yeah. Uh, um, what, is it, what are they called? Like, allegations? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A, a bunch of... A bunch of uh, those documents are just flying around him in, in like, a, like a rough orb. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get up to this blue uh, this blue orb, and as you get close, you can actually see 
that it, you can see the stadium, actually, oh, the stadium, the circular stage, um, in real time, it seems, uh, is now ticked up to 1,000 purchases of uh, full synchro. Oh, it's not going so hot for them. No, anyone would think that their music is bad. Or maybe terrorism isn't a great advertisement strategy. <laughs> no, that can't be right. No, you're right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it seems that this this weird orb has a connection um, to to the other side. What do you guys do? Smash it. I want to use um, yeah, a slot in dash attack. Fucking destroy it. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, that's that's neat. Um, as you kind of approach um, Mo slots in dash attack. Um, how does Mister Grog change? Uh, it to to represent that this uh, this chip effect has taken hold for this attack. I th- I think it's like a a, a cannon materializes in the in the cyberspace and he just gets in there and he uh, he waves around a virtual sword and goes like to the ocean and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you start hacking away uh, at this orb and it looks like it's actually taking. Um, a, a lot of damage, and uh, again, somebody here you hear from somewhere. Hey, an- enough of that! And there is a <laughs> and the sound of something falling. <laughs> oh no! Is it, is it Mr. Grog? No. <laughs> okay, you're all still there. Uh, could Slick make a sense roll to see if he can see what is falling? Yeah, go and make a a, a normal sense roll. Nope. Mm-mm. Slick is completely oblivious. Uh, a shadow kind of appears above all of you. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh. And a, um, this falls out of the air. It is a large, like, cube-looking structure um, with a big grate on the front that looks like there's a fan behind it. Oh no! Oh, oh god! Um, yeah, just a big, like, featureless, otherwise cube with a large fan inside uh, falls out of the sky atop the top all of you. What do you do? You can either try and dodge out of the way, or use stamina to just kind of tank the hit. Hmm. What do I do? Mister Grog never step back down from a fight. Can I? Can I do my thing where I create a simple structure? Uh, that is hard yes, around us. I think that costs all my. It costs one point in coding to do so. To to create like a like a bunker of some sort, like immediately around us, that will like mm-hmm. stop it crashing. Uh, what does this bunk- What does this shelter look like? Uh, it looks like. Uh... Oh, what does it look like? It, uh, oh, it looks like. Um... Scaf- uh, no, it lo- doesn't look like scaffolding. It looks like. Do you know when? Um... There are construction sites and they've got those temporary kind of like, they're almost like um, craters that come off trains, but with like mm-hmm. windows in them for like the workers to rest in for a bit. Sure, sure, sure. You know sure. what I mean? So it's like a temporary kind of workspace, con- essentially. You construct a sea container. Like a, like a freight train kind of like container, essentially, around mm-hmm. us. I get you. Um, so that just kind of like, like appears um, in the space. Yeah, there is a loud clang as the wind box uh, impacts on top of the sea container uh, and then rolls off to the side and then through one of the openings of the container you can see it, the wind is pointing straight up. Okay, right. that's good. Um, and the figure that's been harassing us is like in the air, right? You've heard them, you've not seen them. Mm. Okay, I want to... Mr. Grog exits the um, 
uh, the container and wants to search. Wants to lock on to this to this menace. Okay. Um, how are you That's searching? Possible. Are you looking? Are you making a sense roll to see if you can find them? Um. Let's see. Now I want to see if I can call their bluff. So, uh, I wanna I wanna try a more uh, daunting approach and challenge them maybe to a duel. Okay. Uh, go make a bravery roll. See if you can yeah. taunt them into making an attack. Yeah, that is one of my skills, by the way. I can convince an enemy to take you on one on one. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is bravery. That's forty-six. Haha. <laughs> one success. Okay, uh, and they, I guess, are going to see whether they they fall for your taunt or not. No, they don't. It's fine. Mm-hmm. They take the challenge. They see my glove and they they take it. No. They match, so yeah, they're kind of like. <laughs> what's what's the taunt that you make, or what do you say? Only cowards remain in the sky. Come here and face me, on the seas. Yo, yo, yo! That's not how this works. Just get gone. This this ain't the time for you, son. Excuse, pardon? <laughs> Don't. Did you say that the? Air from the wind box is pointing up. Uh-huh. It's fallen on its back, so the wind, the, the fan inside the box is pointing straight up in the air. C- could Slick try to ride the current going up? Yes. Uh, hell yeah, you can. That's super rad. Um, I, I guess... Can I can I make him a surfboard? Oh my god, yeah. I uh, If anyone can do something so that I don't have to roll a body... Mm, die, mm. I would love yeah, that. I'd okay. you for um, it. What are you, what are you making this surfboard out of? Are you, are you going to summon a tool? Are you going to try uh, and deconstruct part of the environment? I think... I, so we were on a walkway, weren't we? Yes, currently. Um, it's a translucent walkway above the cities of London in the sky. I think I, think I bring, like, a giant novelty hammer down upon that walkway and, like crack it so like it kind of shatters along it and then rip a piece from it like that's vaguely surfboard shaped okay so like uh, go and give me a normal affinity roll to see how good your uh, uh, reconstruction of the floor goes oh, oh nice very good, jam. very good uh, so look, Mr. Maker's like uh, cow 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 bunga dudes <laughs> and <laughs> cracks this thing out uh, it's up in the air and like as he as he kind of throws up this kind of shard of walkway kind of takes mm-hmm. like a planing kind of saw out, <laughs> out of his belt and kind of like throws it up in such a way that it comes back down and he shaves the sides off it so it's perfectly like it's beautiful so it's, it's this huge like it's this big motion of like anime style uh close-ups it's like throw up in the air shing 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 and it's just this beautiful thing for him to ride the wind with Nice. I think with three successes, that's a perfect description of that. Um, yeah, Slick, you now have a rad translucent yellow surfboard. Great. Yeah, and I want to just take that and ride this, you know, powerful gust up to to get into close range with our um, with our mystery assailant. Mm-hmm. Um, in in as uh, as you ascend, um, you uh, come across. Uh, a navi that their their form is a little indistinct. Actually, um, it looks like a, a tall and slim navi with really spiky blue hair and a large visor and headphones. But they don't seem to be properly corporeal. Like they have been, uh, like it's a hologram of them or a duplicate. Hmm. 
Okay. And they're looking surprised, like, whoa, yo, 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 this ain't good, this ain't good. So I know you said they're not corporeal, but I'd still like to try to make an attack on them. Hell yeah, you can. What, what attack uh, are you doing? And, and I, I specifically want to use Vengeance, which lets me attack a close target that recently attacked an ally. Mm-hmm. And um, Slick is basically going to be, he's going to be just pulling out a cartoonish-sized law book out from his back pocket um, and he's not going to be throwing it, but he is going to be, you know, just smacking with the spine. Smacking this guy right across the face. Mm-hmm. As I mean, he... but for the strength of the pun, throwing the book at them. <sighs> okay, you know, I can't pass it up. He absolutely <laughs> throws the book at him and <laughs> and says, "This is self-defense." <laughs> uh, I think with throwing the book is probably better for you anyway, because that's more of a sense roll. So yeah, 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 go. Uh- or oh well, I oh vengeance okay, is a specific is... stat, isn't it? Um, that... Yeah, vengeance is with bravery. Mm-hmm. Go make a bravery roll. Don't mind if I do. Hey, ah, hey, yeah. Uh, there is kind of like a um, a slow motion clock in, uh, like zoom in as the <laughs> the book kind of like collides with this thing's jaw, and they uh, there's like a big heavy freeze frame for the impact, and they go spinning. In the air and uh, fall into the um, like blue fuzzing portal. It took a lot of damage from um, the attacks that the Mister Grog was making to it, and it's been fuzzing and glitching in and out. And uh, this this uh, translucent figure falls inside, and the uh, orb just entirely vivid, like disappears in a shower of pixels. The yeah. uh, wind box also disappears. No. Mm. Case closed. <laughs> uh, and as uh, you kind of dust your hands, uh, slick, uh, you realize that the your sense of gravity has shifted, and you are starting to descend rapidly. <laughs> yeah, it totally says like case closed. Then has like you know the Looney Tunes bit of looking down, looking back up looking down, holding up a sign that says Eep, and hopefully <laughs> hopefully someone else can catch him. Or you can make yeah, a speed wanna... roll to try and get back in. Oh yeah, Mr. Grog to the rescue. Yeah, I, I would love if someone else did did a roll. I want to baseball slide um, to, to make sure that uh, at least that, that uh, Slick has a, has a, a, a matter of cushioning his fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a normal speed roll to kind of get there in time. Yeah, yeah. That's just my body and plus my speed, right? Mm-hmm. I am super glad Grog has three bodies, zero speed. Oh, no successes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, uh, Slick slams back into the floor again uh, and takes two points of damage. I think um, <laughs> I think Slick feels like uh, Mr. Grog, like, f- like a, a full five seconds after hitting the floor feels like Mr. Grog sliding into him, and he hears, and he and he goes like, uh, "Oh, you're right." Uh, he peels his his flattened face off, and then like smacks the back of his head to get his pointy nose to stick back out. <laughs> and I, I'm actually <laughs> I'm kind of picturing his nose as being like, uh, if you'll forgive the comparison. The, the same shape and resolution as the original Lara Croft boob, where it's just, like, a single triangle. Yeah, yeah. Like the characters um, in Snowboard Kids. Yes. I, exactly. And he says, mm, 
never been better. Can we... Ugh, can we get out of here already? Yeah, it seems whatever weird control thing here has been destroyed. Yeah, I think um, Mr. Maker picks up the uh, surfboard and like tries jamming it in one of his like oversized pockets and is like, I'm keeping this. Yeah, you do. That's that's <laughs> cool. I think you I think you yeah, now yeah. have a translucent yellow surfboard in your inventory. Hey, kid, finders keepers is dubiously illegal. I'm Bucks tried it enough times. I've found enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you you make your way um, back down. Uh, is there anything else you need to you want to do in the server before the scene changes? Um, Mister Mister Grog. Um... Uh, uh, returns to the grave of Mr. Prague and um, lays a single digital Minecraft flower on before the coffin <laughs> and says, uh, you were the bravest man I've ever had the pleasure of seeing with. Another Mr. Out. <laughs> Another Mr. Prog immediately materializes next to you and explains in the exact same way as the previous one what all the different teleporters in this room do is you jack out. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Grog says, "Look after your brother for me." It nods solemnly. <laughs> Maybe at you. our Navi's kind of well, after he says, "Like the bravest man had the opportunity to serve him with." Like we both look at him, just kind of like, "What? We're right here." <laughs> Rude. Uh, there is a scene change as you guys uh, bundle your way back out of the um, the broadcasting studio. Um, the uh, like receptionist is like, "Good riddance." As you uh, make your way back out to uh, to Oxford Circus Crossing again, the platform has got back down to ground level again, and there are various and sundry like uh, bodyguards and like uh, Diana and Corona's agent trying to get inside. The platform is still spinning, and the lasers are still there. And one person tries to reach out and zaps his hand real bad. (laughs) But it's at ground level now. Oh, that's good. Problem solved, I guess. (laughs) We can go Uh, home. (laughs) Buck steps forward and says, Don't worry, babe, I got you! And he is going to run forward and you said this thing is still the pl- the lasers are still on and the platform is rotating but it is at ground level basically they're in laser jail right now okay then buck is going to run over and blow a a really sloppy and kind of gross kiss to diana as he jacks in just mm-hmm. oh, don't say it like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> jack in crazy <laughs> okay <please>. fair <laughs> Whatever, man. Nah, let's not dwell on that. Um, <laughs> you guys made it weird. It was fine, it was and then you made it weird. Start. I hope you're happy with yourself. Capcom did it, not me. Mm. <laughs> Matrix did it first. Um, okay, cool. Is it just is it just Buck, or do the rest of y'all join in? Uh, yeah, because we, we, we make equally awkward, sloppy kisses blown in the direction. Like, Chad not really knowing why they're doing that, but does it nonetheless, because the cool <laughs> kid did it. Uh, yeah, you you jack into the server for the stage again, and appear again in a one-to-one kind of space that Navi's kind of materialized where you guys are on the platform um, with the lasers there and rotating. Um, Because this is you connecting into the server again, the damage that you had previously incurred when you were last here and in the um, broadcast, AR broadcast server, has been recovered, so you're all up to full health in addition to any chips that you have spent and any points of stats that you've spent on effects have also recovered. 
Yay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you are on... You see that um, there are three people uh, inside the... Um, the carousel stage area. There's uh, a Diana and two Corona.exes. Two of them? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mr. Grog goes, oh, Shiver me timbers, this be my lucky day! <laughs> and he heads off to both... Uh, they're standing um, together? Uh, they are both on the carousel, yes. Um, um, Di- Diana is standing actually not on the carousel. She's just kind of like... Uh, a bit lost. She's kind of fallen to her knees and it's just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Mr. Maker is in the middle of uh, constructing some form of rudimentary chastity belt for Mr. Grog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, had to take it there. Uh, he's, Great. He's out of control. We've got to lock he's him a, down. He, he's a he's orny bastard, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, like the, the two Corona EXEs, are they like on the same... Like uh, um, like because it's a merry-go-round. Is like, are they on the same animal or like? On no, the... they are sitting on. They're, they're sitting um, kind of like opposite from each other. Um, just oh. two immediately. They look exactly the same as far as you can tell. Okay, Mister Grog like tries to follow both of them, mm-hmm. like the uh, tracking them, and he just goes like, "Oh, I've fallen in love with Corona so many years ago, but now I can't tell who's who." There is also a wall of lasers in your way from getting too close. That should probably be handled. <laughs> Don't worry, my love. Loves. I'll get you. I'll come save you. Um, and yeah, um, Ika turns around to look, start looking for a way to uh, dismantle these lasers. Which I mm-hmm. is, a, is there a console nearby? Yeah, the console is outside of the laser, laser jail. Okay. Um, Go make me a coding roll. Oh, I'm not going to code it. Oh? Because I have no coding. <laughs> then what are uh, you going to do? I'm going Punch to um, a- a- apply the um, knock it till it works strategy. That works in cyberspace too, right? I mean, yeah. Like if a- I mean, yeah. You go go give me, I guess, a strength roll to just wail on the, on the console. Thank you. Normal? Yeah. Oh. Uh, with zero successes, you... Um, <laughs> I had five dice! <laughs> you, you hammer on the console, and the lasers um, sputter out for a while, and you're like, yeah. And then they start firing randomly. <laughs> yeah, you oh, see Mr. Grog. That was a perfect reaction. <laughs> it starts to, like, zap parts of, like, the audience and the stage seating and just randomly, and the area starts to rapidly clear as the crowd panic and start running away. Mr. Grog looks very, uh, with a guilty look on his face, looks at Slick. <laughs> like, what's... The... Like, help. Um, S- Slick, I'm picturing he's, like, kind of, you know, doing little you know, dance as lasers are, you know, raking across his feet and there's a little um, scroll and quill pen next to his head that are floating and writing as he's saying like, oh, I'm so making all these dang kids liable for this. No, no, not you, the people who set this up. This is reckless endangerment and oh, this violates so many safety codes. A laser zips really close to Slick's ear. Ah! Okay, okay, and he, um scrambles over to the console and cracks his cracks his fingers and takes you know gets real close and tries to see if 
Is there anything displayed on the screen that could reasonably... Uh, the, the, the digital screen is now cracked from being hammered repeatedly. Um, but it's, it reads kind of what you would normally expect. Um, there is kind of like, oh, uh, it says the, the height, which is now zero. Um, it says, uh, laser fire pattern set to random. It says that, um, stage remote control system disabled slash broken. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Putting two and two together, you can figure that you it was you guys who broke the remote stage control. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no, mm. that was a good thing, considering the situation has improved. I mean, technically true. It would still be 20 feet up in the air if you didn't do that, so, you know. Oh, right, I thought you meant for the lasers. Right, I see. Oh, no, no, that was an entirely separate fuck-up. Oh, man, trying to trying to so, think of the best way to... Okay, oh, yeah, go ahead, if you've got something. Well, I was going to say, like, so that... The, we're playing our navvies right now, aren't we? Currently, yes. Right, um, so, your meat space people can still wander around and do things while you're connected to the internet. Okay. Uh, in which case? I think Slick is going to look at the panel, just kind of like shake his head and go like, ah, Jesus, grim. Then look at the lasers themselves and... So is there anything emitting the lasers or is it just like a... A laser just spawned out of midair. So, um, the laser spawn points inside... When I said previously that it is a one-to-one replica, uh, that's still true. So what would be firing lasers in the real world are also what's firing lasers um, in cyberspace. They are kind of dotted around equidistant around the rim of the stage. Okay, so Slick is going to look at the... Look at the, look at the lasers, then look back at Mister Grog and say, "Well, oh, if you can bust this thing up so well, why don't you bust up some of those? You know, give, give them all what for? It's it's justified action. Trust me, no, <laughs> no court would try it for this. No rules, no masters in my the way I live, lad. All right, but I love me a good ruckus now and then, and um, Mister Grog again launches himself into uh, whatever needs destroying." Mm-hmm. I I think Slick suggested that you go and attack like the laser emitters directly. Can I? Oh God! I I have a power. Have fun. Where I can mm-hmm. consume all of my element to create a minion with one purpose. A uh, minion, yes. Can it can it be a, a minion that will take a hit for Mister Grog as he runs through the lasers? So like, uh, sure. Go and give me an affinity roll um, to summon your element into the space because you do need to do that first. Uh, what do you make? It works, but it ain't great. Well, uh, I know it's like a minion. Um, ah, this is before you turn it into a minion. You have to... Sum- oh, right. So you kind of rummage around in your toolbox and you pull out some stuff. It's just tools. It's just, just tools. <laughs> um, with that roll, you just, just pull out a load of, like... Just, like, loads and loads of, like, normal-sized tools when my go-to are usually, like, novelty size. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think... If this is okay with you, then rather than it be an actual like minion that moves around, because um, that's not very good, like it can be like a like a a very shitty mech suit, like <laughs> just like a tool kind of. But in this case, it would be just a just tool armor. Okay, so go give me another affinity roll to see how well you make your uh, tool armor. This is one I learned from Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh shit! That's four successes. So uh, what does this what does this thing look like? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure because the roll to, to summon the element was just so bad. Um, 
I think, yeah, because that's a decent amount of successes, I suppose. Um, so basically, this this minion definitely does what you need it to, and starts working immediately. <laughs> it's just made out of shitty tools, I guess. Yeah, I think I think maybe like um, I kind of like browser enlarging the browser style, like start just like pulling on like wrenches, so like that they become bigger, like the novelty mm-hmm. size stuff. So it's like like moving an image like with the browser on the edge of the the screen to so kind of like pull it, drag it, so it's bigger. Um, mm-hmm. Doing that with his hands, so like makes two like wrenches into like gloves essentially, and like um, the base of a screwdriver for like the chest piece. You make yourself a tool mech suit. Neat. I have no idea what this is going to do for you it's, mechanically. It's, it's for Mister Grog. It's for Mister Grog. So like, because he needs to get ah, in there. I see. So it's to like slap on some like just like there's this montage of, like ching like shoving the stuff into his legs and like putting this hammer helmet on him, so it's like in place. I've, oh no, I think. <laughs> I think instead of uh, wrenches, like there's got to be some kind of like hook-based tool that we can put on him, <laughs> so he's got like a hook hand. Oh, you've got like um, an extendo tape measure that you kind of use as a grappling hook kind of deal or something. I don't know. Oh, I just meant so it would be like a pirate hook. <laughs> ah, right, right, right. I see. <laughs> this the the you um grog Mister Grog now has uh, an armor that is immune to laser. I guess. Yay! Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mr. Gaga, he goes like, oh. oh, he just looks at his, because Mr. Progs don't have hands, right? Well, so they do have, they his... have like these big antennae that and then oh, the right. clasps and those are technically their hands. Okay, so he's got like a hook on like one of his ear flaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just, yeah, he just like, Flips it up and down like he's 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 testing it out and goes like, "I'm naming you first mate," and he runs off <laughs> to uh to into the laser field. Um. Okay. So there is a thing that uh, occurs as you as you run towards the uh, lasers. I make a brief roll. Yeah. Um. You hear in um. Corona Corona says, "Hey, um." You should run away. Uh, this is dangerous. Anything for you, my love. And Mr. Pro- Mr. Grog uh, turns around and uh, charges the other way. Okay. Uh, um, but um, I guess you still kind of um, have options in terms of... Are you are you well, reneging on destroy- destroying the lasers or not? I think he's like... He wants to... Because he's full on charging mm-hmm. and with... Um, you know, uh, cyber, cyber speed, he still slows down, and he's, like, in the middle of turning, or, like, making a U-turn, um, but I think he still, like, rams into the laser field. Yeah, let's, let's, let's make this a rad power slide around the edge of the stage. Go give me a strength check. Yes! Standard. I love those strength <laughs> checks. Oh, I don't <laughs> love them. Um, you... B- like full body barrel into uh, one of the lasers and it's destroyed uh, and then you kind of ping clear you don't take any damage because you've got the armor on uh, there is now a gap in the laser cage okay wow I've got five dice to do this with welcome and, to luck and... yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's a bad kind of luck there's an opening lads yes okay yeah um Slick is absolutely going to run over and crawl in. <laughs> as as am I, for expediency's sake. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, says Mr. Grubb. As you as you uh, both get inside, um, both of the Coronas uh, get up off the um, merry-go-round. It's it's dangerous here. You shouldn't um, try and risk your lives for for us. Um, the way that you can save us, though, is by um, I wouldn't want to say you should give in to the terrorists' commands, but the sooner that they reach 10,000, the sooner that we can go. <laughs> I think Mr. Grog, um, like, he um, steps into his little pirate boat again, and he uh, goes like, Anything for you, Corona! And he sets off and comes back, like, with a full, fully, like, just... Uh, like, the the... the Basically, the CD uh, icons are just, like, pouring out of his little boat as he returns. And he just pirated about, like, 9,000 <laughs> copies of the album. <laughs> I think Slick smacks Mr. Grog up the side of the head and then looks at the Coronas with disbelief and says, We we just made, we just made a hole you can hop out of. Come on, what's the, what do you want to stick around here and try to be uh, some kind of... Messed up promo piece for Mr. Maker <laughs> is gonna. I think uh, if we, if our human people can hear this, mm-hmm. I think uh, Chad. It can. Is it fair to say that Chad is wise to what's happened here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna. Not that you can necessarily tell the two apart, but oh, so they're not with that level of success. Oh no, sorry. So hang on, are these two together or are these two separate entities? There are. Um... There are two corona.exes currently on this stage. And they're both saying the same thing. As far as you can tell, with the quality of that role, it's impossible to tell. Oh, right, okay, so they're not... Um, right, okay, so I thought they were just both baddies for a second then. Okay. Uh, they might be, go shoot one. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, I think Chad, <laughs> in his sleepiness, like, plugs in um, the... Uh, plasma battle chip that he's got which is uh, a two damage close impact two orbs of electricity orbit the navi striking every available target mm-hmm. so you, do, you, do you walk straight up to them or where are you I, I guess if you're going to use that it's a near range attack oh just uh, shoot that you know, sonic cannon just cannon three damage near shot transforms part uh, of the navi into a cannon and fires could could I do one thing before you do no that? no I'm just kidding like, just, can. Just, have, just have like you know See, see you raising your arm and just, you know, put that down for a second. So, Slick also has playback, which is an ability that lets him imitate someone else's voice. And Slick is going to try to get up to some mind games here, imitate Corona's voice, and say, Oh, thank God you're here. Let's go and get out of here. Uh, go make an affinity roll. Oh, sorry, a charm roll for that. It's convincing. So, I'm... Uh, okay, so I'm hoping, like, what are the reactions of the Coronas to this? Um, both Coronas look confused and say simultaneously, "Hey, that's my voice." At the, uh, although uh, Diana, the the meat space pop star, does hear this conversation and the call for them to leave, and she actually is all like, "Yeah, you don't have to tell me twice," and uh, steps <laughs> out of the laser grid. That's all I care about. Uh, Mr. Maker pulls off one of his giant welding gloves and the hand underneath is just a cannon and he shoots the nearest one to him. Okay, is, are you shooting left or right? Oh, God. Uh, what colours are they? 
They are exactly the same. I'm going right no. then, baby. No, wait, we have to ask them something only the real Corona would know. <laughs> yeah. Here's and 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 I go here 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 here's the question. Bang. The one on the right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Can you survive a bu- 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 bullet? You um like fire a cannon at the uh one on the right. Um, it just like barrels straight into her chest. Uh, she goes flying and sprawls across the ground and crackles. And the other um, Corona dot exe goes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 you screwed up big time, son. Um I'm gonna go and, shoot that uh, one as well. <laughs> could could I <laughs> Okay, so if you have a villainous monologue you want to get up to, you can totally do that, but as soon as Slick gets a chance, he wants it slot an air shot and bump the uh bump the fake one into the laser grid. Sure. Um they drop the disguise, you see the vision of the Navi that you saw before, but fully corporeal. Uh, they are tall and thin in uh, both kind of like uh, a slate grey and silver with like electric blue tron lines going through their outfit. Uh, gigantic light blue spiky hair and cool shades, because he's a cool guy. Um, his right... His right arm is uh, a gigantic microphone instead of a hand. Uh, Grooveman.exe wants to battle. Oh shit. Oh damn. Oh god. Oh boss fights. Yeah. Um... Uh, I think Slick said that they wanted to go first, so uh, go make your move. Buck whips out air shot and slots it in and I'm tr- let's see what what kind of crappy one-liner is one of them going to be giving off um oh yeah slick totally says like hey let's take a step back from this as he levels his arm and a bunch of like pieces of paper start to wrap around it into a like mm-hmm. spiraling scroll and then fires off as a reminder, Airshot does one damage and pushes the target back one range band on hit. So hopefully pushing that boy right in, into them angry lasers. Grooveman sees the attack being prepared and tries to dodge out of the way. And uh, doesn't at all. Uh, takes the full hit of the Airshot and takes one damage as they blast backwards and slam backwards into uh, the lasers and go, Ah Yo, that's not cool! Anyway, anyway, check it. Like, you you guys' tunes are whack, you've got no rhythm, let me show you how it's done, son. And, uh, makes an affinity roll. A, uh, there's a rumbling in the ground, and, uh, a large, uh, speaker erupts, like, next to all of you. About six feet in height, like a black, uh, cuboid. Um, it looks like it has some serious bass on it. Mmm. Gotta get rid of that. And he starts kind of Thank like you. tap it. He holds his hand to one headphone and starts like tapping his foot. Uh, what does um, Mr. Grog want to do? That's a, um, Slick is the one with the very low health, right? Yes. Okay, I want to call out um, my uh, cost power. My power up is a bodyguard. So next time an ally of your choice is attacked, you are attacked instead. I want to put that on Slick mm-hmm. for a round. Then. Uh, assuming I still have a, a move left, uh, mm-hmm. I want to um, just kind of like headbutt. So just kind of like a, a 
chickens that balance back and forth, like they go into the water and back and forth, like you put on your desk. Okay, yeah. Oh, the, the water, the water bobbing chickens. The water yeah. bobbers, yeah. I want to do that, um, just one fierce headbot, but into uh, the boo box that a group man put down. Cool. Um, because you're trying to, because you're you're uh, doing this in quick succession, this roll is a little harder. So if you could go and make yeah. me a hard strength roll, please. So uh, yeah, the Mr. Grog slams their head like straight into uh, the uh, large speaker and there's a clong. Nothing happens. Mr. Maker, no. what you doing? Uh, sorry. Uh, well, I have a thing that says attack with your element if it is present. Um, so I would like to use the element that is the suit that I made for yep. Mr. Grog and kind of like maybe try an Iron Man style, Iron Man 3 style, bind it to the other person to kind of pin him down to Groove Man. So you're going to be flinging um, the armor off of Mr. Grog and it's going to fly across the arena to go and hit Groove Man. Yeah, to try and maybe like get it on him so that it kind of like sticks him, holds him down. That basically. sounds cool. Give me, um, Give me an affinity roll. Uh, that is three successes. Cool. Um, okay. He is going to try and get out of the way of that attack as he sees these bits and pieces uh, flying towards him. Time for a change of war, 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 wardrobe. Nope. <laughs> he uh, he doesn't get out of the way of those attacks, so they uh, um, clong into him. Um, oof, <laughs> uh, and he is uh, partially pinned... Uh, underneath a pile of tool junk, while it, while he's uh, slightly got one leg trapped under junk, he's like, <laughs> "Right, okay. Well, that attack was kind of cool, but let's see if you enjoy the remix of this one." And uh, he uh, le- lifts up his uh, microphone arm, and it converts into a speaker and uh, fires out. <laughs> Um, translucent blue slightly glitchy version of the attack you just did and then the gigantic speaker next to the Mr. Prog does the exact same thing give me the damage how bad is it Doc? so both of you have uh, three damages worth of uh, holographic junk flying back at you okay I bodyguarded Slick though so I'll take the I'll take his you can still um it's a uh, it's not uh, it's not targeting slick it's just targeting Mr. Grog and Mr. Maker. Oh. So I, so oh, I, I take see. 3 damage. Don't worry, I'm fine. <laughs> okay. So you can still so, try to uh, get out of the way and or tank the hit with stamina. You've got options. Stamina, stamina. Okay. Stamina. Go give me a stamina roll Mr. Grog. Yeah. That's my best stat actually. And oh wow. Yeah, you uh, like deflect the first one with your one Pete with your one success, and then a wrench just clonks you in the face. Oh. Um, for uh, Mister Maker, um, a, a, a series of screwdrivers um, start flinging across the arena, um, <sighs> and uh, two go and land in your shoulder and then evaporate. Oh, uh. Oof. Like, but plays the same sound for pain both times. Like mm-hmm. it's a pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gro- Groove Man kind of like gets back to his feet again and says, "Right, this party ain't over until everybody's dead, and we will rejoin the battle next time on the Talent Agency."
This has been the talent agency B-Sides, Mission Nightclub Junkie. On this episode, you have heard Paolo as Chad and Mr. Maker, Ruben as Mo and Mr. Grog, and Will as Buck and Slick. I'm your GM, Nathan. The theme music is Live at the Car Mic by Triads. The recap music is The Chase by Triads. Sound effects supplied by freesound.org. Additional music supplied by Kevin McLeod. Find more at incompetech.com. Until next time, stay weird, runners.